Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we are super excited to have Jamie back again. Um, A.K. Wrecking Ball, mm-hmm. um, to share some more of her stories and um, just crazy adventures from hiking the Appalachian Trail by herself um, for six months. Um, so last episode, we talked a lot about like what it was like to get started and what's kind of what it looks like, you know, like what you're carrying and all this kind of stuff and what it's like to get trail friends. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to kind of, we still have like another thousand, two thousand miles, whatever, <laughs> to talk about. So we're super excited. Um, so, yeah, where do you want to take it from there? You just... Well, there is a, um, there is an experience that I'm sure a lot of girls would maybe be grossed out about or Tell enjoy. us all the women grossed We love the gross things. <laughs> oh, we we have... I have so many women gross questions to ask on, like, hiking long-term, oh, but... Oh, okay. and also, growing up, Emily was really good at bringing up gross stuff, like, at the dinner table. It was kind of her thing, so, so we're good. <laughs> and now I'm a nurse, so it works out. Naturals. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, so go tell, tell, tell. All right, so, like, um, in the east, when it rains, it's, like, torrential rain, right? It just pours and pours. So there is one um, one day when I was just hiking, and it was dry in the morning, so I packed up, but you could tell it was going to rain soon. Sure enough, 30 minutes later, it started to downpour so much that, like, you're walking in. So the trail becomes a riverway. So there's, like, an inch of water just going down the trails. Mm-hmm. And everything's soaked. I'm chafing. My fingers are pruny. I'm sweating from being in my um, rain jacket. And so I just was like, okay, when I get to the next shelter, I'm going to stay there. Wait, shelter? Like, not, uh, tell us about there's other shelters besides a tent? Like, yeah, so there's um, Appalachian Trail is great because there's shelters along the way. Um, they're just like lean-tos. Do you know mm-hmm. what a lean-to is? Yeah, yeah. Well, so like a lean-to, like a... You just kind of have like a diagonal piece of roof mm-hmm. and then like a straight up and down sides. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Like so all three sides, like three, three sides. sides and then one kind of diagonal roof. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. And so there, it's just like a platform. One side's totally exposed, but there, those are randomly around the, the Appalachian Trail so people can go and escape the weather or stay in there. How far apart are they, would you say? Some can range from four miles apart every four miles to... Some, I think the longest was 12 miles. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're a lot closer than I was thinking. Yeah. So, but um, at the beginning, they were so packed because it, it was raining. Everybody just hoards in there. Oh, yeah. And um, so when it was raining that day, I was just like, I'm going to get to the next shelter. I'm going to stay there. I don't care how many miles it was. And I think it was like a, a four mile day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I got there and there was people that were like, Pfft, we're zeroing in the shelter. Like they're uh-huh. not moving because it's so bad outside. I was like, okay, you know, I'm like, there's a little bit of space. There's five other guys. How am I going to get out of my wet clothes mm. with guys around? Uh-huh. And how many people can fit in these shelters? Oh, uh, some, some about 10, but there's some big ones that at least 20 people could fit in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, they range. And this one was probably a good, 10 people could fit into it Mm -hmm. and there was about six people there and I was like okay I'm gonna get there and so I was just getting my clothes off so I had put my sleeping bag over me so I can like kind of privately get 
out of my bra and out of my underwear. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm going to hang it up so it can dry. Right. Uh-huh. In the lintu. Yeah. And so you got like one woman's bra over here, <laughs> some underwear. And I was like, okay, they'll dry. And I just crashed out the whole day and just talked to other hikers. The next morning, nothing dried out. I was going to say, like, <laughs> with the humidity, does that even help? No, I was just like, okay, so now I'm putting on a wet, cold bra. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, okay. <laughs> wet clothes, you know. Yeah. All right, because I only have two sets of clothes. I had my sleeping clothes and I had my hiking clothes. Mm. And Is that like a normal thing? People usually just have like two changes of clothes? Yeah. And some people only have their hiking clothes, which I needed something clean to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a little ultralight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I, I got my wet clothes back on, I packed up and I started hiking out and I just kept itching my side, like my chest. Like, what is going on? And I kept ignoring it, kept going. And I was like, oh, this is obnoxious. Probably about two miles into it. I'm like, what is this? I drop my pack. I look under my shirt, under my bra, and there's this big wood spider. Oh, huge. Like Like how big? The size of like a half dollar. Well, he was curled up because he was dead because I was itching so hard. (laughs) (laughs) You guys mauled him a long time ago. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, and I, I just like, oh my gosh, there's a spider in my bra. I was like, I thought he bit me. I didn't know what kind of spider it was. Oh, I was like yeah. pulling out my first aid kit, getting like alcohol swabs. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. But nothing came of it. But I was just like, little legs are like everywhere. Right. <laughs> and now I'm like, whenever I hang my clothes out, I'm like, I gotta shake out my clothes. <laughs> so now it's a habit when I'm camping. I'll just shake like out even my now shake the spider. Yeah, shake, shake, shake. But yeah, it was it was a interesting experience. Let's say. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Very that, memorable. Did you have any other encounters with like animals, snakes? There is a lot of snakes. There's um. Cause it's the yeah. I can't remember what kind of snake they are. They're huge and they're black. I think they're rat snakes or something. That sounds awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Those are really good to have. They're always under the shelters because there's a lot of mice that go in the shelters because Ah. of hikers eating there and spilling food. So the snakes were honestly okay. There's mice that would visit you and crawl all over you when you're in the shelters. I've heard the mice are the worst. Yes. Like that's like your worst. Maybe you've told me that. Yeah. Of all the animals. The rodents. The rodents, Mm -hmm. like even squirrels will get into your bear bag. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll go up the tree and down the line oh. and into your bag. Oh yes. So those are always fun. And then the if you stay in a shelter since you don't have anything really protecting you, you'll have mice running on your sleeping bag in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And I'm just like, oh, I won't think about it. I know that they're pooping all over. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll think about it tomorrow. Tomorrow it'll matter. But um yeah, and then sometimes skunks. Mm-hmm. And a few bears. There's a lot of bears you'd you'd hear them scamper off, but you would hardly see them because it's so there's so much um, what do you call it Traffic. greenery oh, no. oh, around no. vegetation that you just see them kind of move around. There was a time I was like I want to see a bear, and I was in Sh- Shenandoah National Park, and I looked behind me, and sure enough, like. 50 feet away from me, a bear crosses the trail. <laughs> I didn't even know he was there. I was like, oh, okay, I saw a bear. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to see another one. <laughs> what did you do to protect yourself from, I mean, like from bear, did you have a bear bell? Or? I was going to ask, I was going to say, this probably sounds super naive, but where you were, is it 
same like over here in the Rockies where you have grizz and black bear, or is it mostly just black bear? Just black bear. Okay. But people are, the thing about the black bears, they're like, oh, you don't have to worry about them because they're the size of like a big dog. No, there's like 600 pound black bears out there, uh -huh. you know, mm -hmm. and they can still do some damage. But, I don't know. Um, I've, I've seen people get pretty damaged from dogs. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, the, the bears always scared me for sure. But eventually you're just so worn out that you don't really care. You're like, if the bear wants me, just take me. Oh, <laughs> but, that's rough. Yeah. Oh. Did you have like a bear bell or carry bear spray or? So I was one of the few that carried bear spray. Um, everybody's like, you don't need it. I was like, well, you know, the good thing is I am a woman hiking this alone. Yeah. I was like, this is more for the two-legged creeps. Amen. <laughs> so I was like, I will pack this just for like going into town when I had to hitchhike with random strangers I didn't know, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was just an extra protection. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What did you do to protect yourself against mice and things? Like, did they ever eat holes in your food? Like, yes. I feel like that would be... I've had that happen camping and backpacking, and I'm like, oh, why, why? You destroyed my tent! Yeah, I was always scared they were going to destroy my tent, so I was really vigilant of not keeping anything in my tent. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they would always go down my bear bag and eat it, mm -hmm. like chew holes in it. Yeah, I was say, you probably had holes in your bear yeah. bag. Yeah, especially, like, there was a time in New New Hampshire that I, I hung it up in the tree. I was like, this is gorgeous. Like, it's 12 <laughs> feet up above the ground and it's 12 feet away from you know the the trunk of the tree and sure enough that next morning there was a hole in my bag mm -hmm. and everything was chewed in a little bit here and there no and what the, the trail mix the nuts they really like the nuts the nuts <laughs> were gone it was a squirrel i swear it was a squirrel. Uh, <laughs> but i was like well, now what do i do now i have like a whole day's less worth of food uh -huh. so i had to really ration it out either i had to hike back which when you're hiking you know over two thousand miles going back is like out of the question yeah yeah so you're like oh i'm just gonna keep going and see where i go and thankfully they do trail magic have you heard trail magic uh -uh. <gasps> yeah I I tell us all yeah. about it so luckily around so the appalachian crosses uh roads every periodically and sometimes people will station there and have a barbecue for hikers. Oh, like just random people that yeah, aren't hiking. Yeah, that aren't just hiking. Just like out of the goodness of their heart. Uh -huh. Either they they live in a town nearby, or they've a lot of them have hiked before and mm -hmm. want to do something for other hikers. And so they'll come with sodas. Oh my gosh, sodas are delicious when you're hiking. I bet. And like hamburgers, hot dogs, fresh fruit. It was glorious. Ooh. So that saved me a couple times. <laughs> and when you hear, oh, somebody's doing trail magic at the next road crossing, you're running. <laughs> uh -huh. Wow, that's so cool. Because <laughs> you want to meet it. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. So that saved my butt a lot of times. What kind of food did you have on the trip? Like, what was your normal, what things did you like? That you normally keep. packed. Uh, well, I, maybe like is, is the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like Probably is nothing not. for six months. <laughs> so eventually... I didn't want to cook in the morning, so I just pop tarts. It was it was a horrible diet. So pop tarts, ramen, um, mashed potatoes, the dried mashed potatoes, the wait, wait. So a typical breakfast. We're okay. So breakfast, you would do like pop tarts, pop tarts, or snack foods. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, like for a lunch. Lunch, it was just if I it was a good day. I had tuna. You know the tuna packets. Oh, tuna packets. Yeah. 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 And 
tortillas and peanut butter. So that was good. And then dinner was... Probably not the peanut butter and the tuna together. Uh, you get interesting when you get out there. You're like, <laughs> I'm bored with peanut butter. Let's add some tuna into this. Let's <laughs> add ramen. And you're like, oh, it's so good. Oh. It's all good to eat out. Now you think about it, you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's because you have so many better options. Right? <laughs> Gourmet food. Come over to Jamie's house. I'll make you some tuna and peanut butter. <laughs> I learned so many recipes on the trail. You'll love <laughs> Yeah, and dinners. Yeah, it was just anything dry, really. Dry it and quick. Something that you can almost get at, like, a gas station. Mm-hmm. So. Like, would you boil water for dinner? Yes. So. That so was, like, your one warm meal warm, of the day. Yep. Especially in the summer. I didn't really care. And... In March, in the springtime in Georgia, I did do a lot of hot meals, so a lot of oatmeal. Yeah, just because Just because you were so cold. cold. Ah, to kind of warm your core and yeah. stuff like that. And hot teas and stuff, yep. Oh, yeah, because I'm like, and what did you do for snacks and things like that? Horrible food, like fruit snacks. Yeah? <laughs> nutty butters. Nutty, nutty, yes. Nutty butters, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? The little Debbie ones? Yeah, the little Debbie ones. Oh my gosh, I can eat a box of those. And I, I count that as a serving, so. Right. Well, you're a Debbie, so Debbie should be able to eat as much as she I, wants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That way I can just pretend. I don't I don't look at the nutrition. I just eat the box. You're so, right. I heard that, like, you want to just, like, so pound good. the calories. And people, like, eat butter and stuff like that. Like, you lose so much weight. Is that, was that yeah. an issue, or? Uh... Weight, women usually lose less weight out there than the men do, mm. but I definitely got toned. Like my pants were falling off. Cause your butt was tighter. Yeah. My babe. butt was tighter. <laughs> it looked great. You know, my husband's like, you look great girl. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I got toned. I only lost five pounds. Whoa. Where on the, the John Muir, I actually lost 15 pounds and I only was out there a month. Wow. Why do you think there was the difference? The, the altitude. You'd burn so many more calories at altitude. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No idea. So oh, my gosh. That yeah. was unique to experience that. Yeah. After six months and only losing five pounds, you're like, what the heck is? Yeah, I, th- I thought part of it maybe um, was part of your body just trying to survive and was like, oh, if this is what we're going to do, then we're going to become really efficient and not burn as many calories after, you know, this going for several months. Right. Yeah. You know? So... But yeah, that's that's fascinating. It, it was it was pretty fun. And then, what was your question? <laughs> I, told I don't even remember. Michael. I have I had a question though. I wanted you to tell your your trail journal is so cool. Um, can you describe to the ladies like what it looks like? It's awesome. It's it a, is. Because she's like, it's not like your big journal that I have at my house, like a right eight by eleven. It's it's a tiny what what do you say? Six inches by three. Gosh, is that like three by five? I would say it's like backpacking size. Yeah, (laughs) like like back in the day when people had PDAs, it's about that size, right? Yeah, or like a postcard. Yeah, yeah, or like a iPod or a phone. Yeah, I guess like a phone. It's like the size. Yeah, and it's about as thick as a phone. Gosh, it's so and it's dark blue. Has a cool Appalachian orange Appalachian Trail sticker on it. And I only have I have three of them because I could only get what this one goes up to seventy two days. Yeah. And you think you're going to have all this time to write, so you think you're going to write a lot, but at the end of the day, you're like, let's just get to the main points and call it good. Survived, <laughs> wet, right? sun came out wet, once. chafing, got a big blister, <laughs> saw a snake. Yeah. I know, do you, okay, this, I'm putting you on the spot, is there, could you read an entry from your journal? I'll an you... entry? <laughs> well, totally. So this is in the first, so this would be the first month and a half, right, of hiking? Yeah. Oh, let's see here. 
I could do either the first or the middle. Whatever, yeah, yeah whatever you right. think. Whatever doesn't like, you know, too revealing. No. Too revealing. <laughs> Killed, right. killed a man on the... <laughs> I, I know. Skip those there ones. Was... Skip those ones. Oh, oh. Yeah, you didn't hear that one. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'm not telling you. <laughs> well, I'll read the first one. Let's say the first entry. Okay. So, today it was tough going. Aaron dropped me off on the top of Springer Mountain after a short debate, but I am thankful because it was six, nine miles less than I had to just to get to the actual trail from Amicola Falls. Past two guys, father and son, who were only here for a few days, saw another couple set up camp, and I set up all alone. Unsure of the campsite, bear bag was held trying to get up high enough. Hope a bear doesn't come because he will definitely get it. <laughs> all alone at the campsite, scared of bears. Oh, and I'm hoping I have my phone or solar charger in the bear bag. Can't find it. I really hope I didn't forget it. Yikes. Rained all day, no dinner, too scared, and too stuffed from the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> like I do gorged up. Right yeah, before. I gorged up right before I went out. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> so man. That was my first, my first day on the trail. Yeah. What does it feel reading that? like? It's, it's bringing back all these sorts of memories, and I, I kind of miss it. <laughs> I kind of miss the misery. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like as you were hiking... Like, when you were hitting the halfway point, like, where is the halfway point on the Appalachian Trail? Uh, it's about Harper's Ferry, mm -hmm. um, Virginia. And that, it it was nice, but then you're like, oh, I still have, you know, over a thousand miles more to go. So it's right. like, yay, and then I don't want to hike anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. then me and my um, hiking partner at the time, Pack Rat, were like, you know what, let's just take a day and go to Washington, D.C., because I've never been there. Yeah. So we oh, went into cool. Washington, D.C. with our backpacks. We looked like homeless people. <laughs> we had sweat stains, <laughs> you know, like, and it smelled really bad. <laughs> we had, so they have all these bomb dogs going around these, like, Capitol buildings and stuff like that, making sure people are kosher, right? And they would have them, like, follow us and sniff us out. I'm all like, I swear, I'm just a hiker. I'm not homeless. <laughs> I guess I'm homeless at the time because now we're like, oh, look, there's a bridge. Let's go sleep under it. <laughs> like, so luxurious. <laughs> and then you have, because you don't want to leave your backpack because that's, that's your livelihood. Mm -hmm. Everything you need is in it. So, and then we were trying to get to a subway because we could afford, you know, a subway foot long. Mm -hmm. Oh, like the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. And yeah. we're like, okay, so where's the subway? They're like, everybody was leading us to, you know, the subway with the train. Yeah. <laughs> no, the foot long. Food. We need food <laughs> and sustenance. And we went into this building and it was like TSA all over again. You had to actually put your packs on a conveyor belt and they had to look at it before you get to the food court. They're like, oh. do you have a knife? I'm like, yes, I have a knife. <laughs> I was like, I had to cut my cheese somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was an interesting experience, but they let us in. It was fine. They probably smelled you. were like, it's all good. We're yeah, they're like, they're through hikers. Oh, <laughs> we've smelled your kind before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they get it. You're enough. benign. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Oh, man. And then how about like, so go hitting your second half of the hike, um, like, did you have... Did things, do you feel like the time went by faster? Was it about the same grueling days? Or do you feel like you kind of like had perspective changes or I don't know, like any changes in the second half? Mm, you're enjoying more. You're not thinking about going at home as much. 
like the first half you're just like, can I do this? I don't really want to do this. I'd rather be home in my bed smelling pretty. <laughs> but then the second half you're just like, oh, you got your family tribe and you just look out for each other. And oh, if I hike, continue to hike on, maybe I'll bump into these other people because you uh, leapfrog uh-huh. with hike other hikers and it became easier and you became more efficient and you did more miles. A lot of people get, they call it the Virginia blues because you're hiking 500 miles in one state where like states oh. are, oh, like an achievement award. Mm-hmm. I, I got Georgia down. I got Tennessee. I got Virginia, you know, mm-hmm. but Virginia, you're in there so long. You're like, oh, another Virginia week. <laughs> like how many weeks did it take to get through Virginia? Uh, probably a whole month at least. Yeah. Wow. So you're like, no achievement, you know. You get to some hostels and they would do fun things like uh, eat this huge pizza and you get it for free. This is what the hikers do, you know, uh-huh. kind of thing. Or half pint challenge, they call it. And you just, they give you a pint of ice cream and you're supposed to down it, you know. <laughs> so awesome. it makes those points like achievable and fun to get to. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, who was in your tribe? Like, you, I know you mentioned Pack Rat. Yeah. Um, happened, like, was there anyone that, like, you, who were you hiking with the most? Probably Pack And then how Rat. do you pick, like, how do you pick a good hiking partner? Uh, or, or it, does it just happen? It just kind of happens. Yeah. Like, uh, Oconee, like, I met him. Yeah. We hiked on. It was really fun. Like, he made me laugh. Then he had to get off because he had to get some dental repair. Like a crown fell off or something. Mm-hmm. And so his wife came up, got him off trail, went to the dentist. So I kept hiking on. And then I bumped into an older lady, Coca Pelli, and we hiked for two weeks. And then she's like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And then I met this guy, Pack Rat, and he's like a little brother, annoying little brother, right? <laughs> he just wanted to keep hiking with me because. I had a set plan every day. And he's like, well, if I hike with you, I will achieve it. Because Aww. last year he tried it and he only got like to Damascus, Virginia, like 500 miles in and then called it. So he, this was his third attempt. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And he was literally to his name. He packed so many books. He snapped his external frame pack. <laughs> I was just like, man, he's. And you'd be like, what do I do? I'm like, okay. So I was like his mom and his sister at the same time. It was, it was wearing me down. Literally. (laughs) He's like, well, if you don't hike to this, you know, then I'm just going to hike off. I'm like, please do, please. (laughs) (laughs) But eventually we, we just had that brother sister bond that he looked out for me. You know, we were at a hostel and there was a homeless guy, a druggie actually, that set up his sleeping arrangement right next to me. I didn't know. And people are like, hey, he's a druggie, you know, and Pack Rat comes in there because he wanted to go to the party group. There's two rooms. And I was like, I'm going to go with the older gentleman, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not a partier. And he saw that the druggie set up next to me. He's like, no, this isn't going to do. So he grabbed his stuff, came into my room, pushed the guy over, pushed me over and slept right in the middle. Oh, <laughs> he's like, I got your back. Yeah. So, yeah. And then if I was really struggling, sometimes he would you know, carry my pack. So you do double duty kind of a thing. And oh, wow. That's intense. A brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. good kid. Is he one of the ones you keep track of or? Unfortunately, he doesn't do a lot on social media or anything like that. Yeah. So it's really hard to keep in contact with him. But I hiked all the way until Vermont with him. 
Wow. Yeah. From Virginia to Vermont. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was a long time. I feel like you tell people your entire life story by then. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We knew each other pretty well. <laughs> Man. That, so as you're wrapping up this hike and you're getting in, okay, where's the northern terminus of, like, the end of it? It's called Mount Katahdin in Maine. It's, like, in the middle of Maine. Katahdin? Yeah. Okay, I've always wanted to know how to say that. Okay, Katahdin. <laughs> yep. And then, like, what is it like coming into that, like... Like, what was that like for you, getting that close and being there? And Oh, it's wonderful. They always, the best is for last if you go northbound because New Hampshire and Maine are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it's very challenging. You'll get to the trail and it's just like rock climbing up with a backpack. And you're like, this ain't no trail. <laughs> There's Whoa. rebarb out of the, the out of the rock that you're supposed to climb like a ladder. And I'm like, Whoa. this is nuts. After you've already done so much. <laughs> yeah, right? Whoa. But, yeah, you're just like, okay, this is, you know, it was a lot more fun um, and more beautiful because you actually got viewpoints where down south they're like, look at this vista. And you're like, oh, more hills with trees. That's all you see, right? (laughs) Right. Where out here you see mountains and you're like, oh, that peak looks cool. Let's go climb it. Right. But, um, yeah, um, so New England area was definitely by far my favorite. And then when you get to Maine, and you see Katahdin, and it's still like 100 miles away because you're in the 100-mile wilderness. Oh. And you're like, it's so tangible. I can touch <laughs> like, oh. yeah. I'd be like crying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there is some people like at the end, like I'm just so focused. I'm like, okay, I want to climb this thing because I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we get on top, and the last, like you see the sign, and everybody starts to get a little bit like choked up. They're like, this is happening. This is it. You this know? is ending. Yeah. And so there's girls crying and there's people with champagne and it's like a big party on top. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> was it with a lot of the people that you've been hiking with too? Yeah. Like, oh, that'd be yeah. so cool. So some people like, because you, you bunny hop all the time. People get off for a week. Like I had to get off for a week also. And so I met some other people that have, that I didn't see for two months, mm-hmm. you know, on top. Oh, so that's it was, super cool. it was good to reunite with them. Oh man! <laughs> and was your husband there, or did you kind of no. see him later? Or right. How did that work? I wanted, but financially we couldn't fly him out and then fly us back. So he, I called him from the very top. I'm like, I'm dead. Oh. I'm crying. I'm like, I don't know how to get home. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he did the logistics. You know, he had the computer. He's like, Oh, I got you a flight. You got on a flight. You're gonna take a bus to boston and then fly home which when i started it i was from wyoming but in the middle of the trail my husband got a job opportunity in reno nevada mm-hmm. so he moved when i was not home <gasps> oh my so word. i was like i'm going somewhere i've never been before it's not really home but i don't know whoa <laughs> so, that's intense yeah so it was it was dramatic when i coming home getting off the trail and not having that trail life and being in a whole new area is just like, I don't know what to do. Right. How, I didn't even think about that transition. Like that, That's the hard transition. Getting on the trail and doing that was a lot easier transition than coming home. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Because like at your home, you're like, I feel like I need to do something. I need to go somewhere. But now you're like, I guess I got to go find a job. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was harder for me. What did home. you do to cope? Like, how did you make it through that time? It actually caused me to go into a little bit of depression. Yeah. Yeah, for a few uh-huh. months. And um, eventually I found, you know, the 
high Sierra hiking group mm-hmm. and just started going hiking with other people. And then I started making plans to go do the John Muir. It's just one adventure after another. That's how yeah. I had to keep going. Right. You know, get my mind off of what's happening now. I had to look to the future. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, especially when you're already a wandering soul, that yeah, like, staying like, put is hard. It's so hard. Yeah. And for six months, yeah. was it six months? Do you think how long? It was it about take? five and a half months. It, so I started March 16th and I summited September 1st. Wow. In the fall. Yeah. That would have been beautiful too. Yeah. Oh it was great. Gosh. So what would you, sh- what would you share with our ladies about, yeah, like accomplishing something that big and doing something like that with their lives? Like, yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, is that like that exact experience, but just something that epic long, right? Well, long once you haul. push, push through something, it's an achievement. Like I, I downplay it all the time. People are like, you've done that. Oh my gosh. I'm I all know. like, oh, it's nothing. A lot of people do it, you know, whatever, you know, and everybody's like, no, it, it is something. I'm mm-hmm. just like, you're the only person I know who's done. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It is yeah, a big deal. 100%. So yeah, just keep, keep pushing forward, you know, and when things get you down, um, it's just one step in front of the other, like that Christmas movie. Put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> oh, yeah! Soon you'll be walking through the... I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just keep going forward. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, like, I love... I love that you were able to share, like, the transition coming home, too, because I feel like that happens a lot of times in our lives. Like, yeah. you have done something epic, and now... And now what? Like, how do I move forward, forward. and do... Move forward, you know, yeah. yeah. And, but I think it's the same thing, like you're saying, it is one step at a time. And, like, you do a lot of reflection and relishing that time, and you take those little things that are inside of you, and mm-hmm. then that's what you take to become the person that you are yeah. now. You know? <laughs> Who's an amazing mate, amazing mm-hmm. woman, amazing mom, and someone I think her girl Thanks. can totally... I mean, obviously, is going to look up to. Like, that's just epic. I hope yeah. so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> no, I definitely think so, and... <laughs> Yeah, and also not to, I also like how you phrase that too, to remind people not to downplay their accomplishments too, because yeah. yeah, it's really easy to think like, well, other people have done it, well, but it's like, yeah, not like a ton for yeah. this, or, you know, or whatever it may be that you like, you set forth and did it, you know, like that was a massive chunk of your life, a massive deal, and yeah, that you can celebrate it um, as well, so I think that's yeah. cool. It's important to celebrate it and learn to, it is what it is. That's the biggest thing I've learned out there. If it's raining, it is raining. You have to deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just take it. I feel like I could just listen to your stories all day. (laughs) I feel like like we've only glazed over them, so many of them. But um, join us next time and remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.